I am so glad that you're joining me here for this because this is the Music Marketing Insider. And you know what? We're going to talk about something really, really cool. First, we're going to change your mindset because I want to make sure everybody's on the same page as far as music and this new world that we're in right now. And I'm going to tell you how you can make money with your music. Yes, I know. I know. It seems like it's unreal, right? Right now you're thinking, no, come on. People don't want to buy music. But I have to tell you that I have people making money in music all the time. And I've made money in music. So I just can't wait to share this with you. First of all, let me just say thank you to all of my new members at the Mega Fan Base Builder Program. That's right. I have a program. I'm, I'm kind of excited that I do now. It fell upon me because a bunch of artists that I have been talking to and helping for so long from the radio station really desperately needed my help. They needed to make a massive change in the way they were doing things. And the problem was they just couldn't figure out how to do it. And my thought was, okay, well maybe I can help <laughs> because I do know how to make money and I have been doing it for a very, very long time with different people, different artists, just, you know, in the music business, working for labels, working for management teams and stuff. And I never really took it on me to manage independent artists that way. Right. But in a way, I'm kind of helping, right? I'm not officially managing anyone because I'm not like taking a percentage of your sales. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just educating you. And in some cases right now, I am almost doing this thing for you, <laughs> but I really, really want you to succeed. I want to see you guys making money the way that other people have. So I'm passing on the knowledge. Now, I put a link to the Music Marketing Insider newsletter. So if you want further information or you want to receive my newsletter, but only if you really, really want to receive it, because honestly, if you're not going to open the newsletter, don't sign up because we'll, you'll just end up dropped from the list. It only keeps the people who actually open the newsletters. So go and sign up and that link as soon as we're done here with this broadcast. It's across Facebook right now. And every time you see me in this nice blue outfit that... Um, Tatika Activewear sent me just last week. That's where you will see the mailing list. So just look for the blue. Um, let's change your mindset first, okay? Because mindset shift, I think, has a lot to do with whether you're going to be successful or not in, in your music. You know what I mean? As a whole. I mean, like, when you're first starting out, and John Hans and I talked about this on the broadcast today at AVA Live Radio. You should really go and look at that segment that's currently on the station because we talked about it at great length about niche marketing and the business and what's worked and what's you know not working for people and stuff. And I thought it had a really great perspective and some great information, especially for hip hop artists specifically, you know, because you guys don't really know that there are there's a lot of niche marketing in hip hop that happens to really explode some of these artists. It's, it tends to be umbrellaed, but it's really not. There's a lot of different facets of hip hop and you really need to know where you're gonna be if you're gonna be successful. But aside from that, let's change the mindset, okay? So, first of all, if you've ever, ever, ever loved a band or loved an artist and you followed them, initially, 
you might, depending on your experience with their song, you might stream their song, right? And if you really love it, you might stream it like a bunch of times at once. Okay, that's one thing. Then you might decide to get on board with them. Maybe not the first time, maybe it's the second time or the third time or the fourth time that you actually see them in your newsfeed or you experience them on the radio, you experience them by some other network, some channel, some blog post. Maybe there's a music curator that talked about them. There's a playlist they ended up on. That song just starts to rotate, right? Now, sometimes a song can take 30 months, even more. Sometimes it can take two years, three years before it gets traction. And the reason why is because you, sometimes you're just not working that song very hard, right? Like a lot of times, Musicians will release music and then they'll get right back into the studio. And I get this a lot. No, I can't do that right now because I'm getting back into the studio. Well, yeah, the studio is fun. We all like to be in the studio. But you have to spend enough time marketing the music. You have to get it out there. Otherwise, why did you spend all this time creating it? You know what I mean? And that's what I always think. What are you preparing for? Are you preparing for like the apocalypse to happen? Like you want to just store up your music and take it with you? Or is it like that you just can't, you just really don't want to talk about your music and you don't want to market it? Maybe there's a push button, a sensitive issue inside that's just saying, hey, you know, you know, music's free. I don't really care if I make it in the business, so I'm just going to keep making it, putting it out there. But why not? Why can't you do this for a living? Because maybe someone 25 years ago said musicians don't make money. Or maybe somehow the institution of music convinced you, or maybe your parents convinced you that music wasn't a business. But today, music is a business, my friends. It is a very, very good business. The reason why I like, and I listen, we were talking on the broadcast today about the different businesses, right? Fashion, I feel like, is a very creative business, and you can make people happy with something that's beautiful, like, Tatika sent me this great jacket and pants and I love it and I love wearing it and so it makes me happy. So I would spend money with them because they make me happy, right? Emotional. Um, and then maybe you're gonna go into the kitchen appliance business, right? Maybe you're gonna revolutionize the coffee maker. I don't know, something like that. Maybe people will be emotionally tied to it and they'll buy the product. Music is even better than that, okay? It's something that once somebody loves it, they are emotionally tied to you. And typically, if you find the right audience, which I call mega fans, because I've experienced them and I love my mega fans, they are amazing people, they will just support you because they love the music. And here's the thing, the mindset typically is get into the studio, make some music, throw it out there, and hope it sticks. But by which means are you distributing it? Usually you're putting it hopefully on your website, but aside from that, you're using all these different social media pages, including Spotify, which is actually just a glorified social media page, right? SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. Again, these are websites that their business is to make money on the traction, like on the content that you put there. Just like Facebook, they leverage our content. Instagram leverages our content. So you guys never leverage yourself. You just throw the music out there in all distribution channels and you're like, wow, that was a lot of work. Okay, I can't wait to get back in the studio. And that's where people are going wrong because you don't allow anyone to really 
get to know you. And a lot of times, a lot of musicians are flipping around from genre to genre. They're just still in that air experimental phase. So I have one thing to say to you. If you are still in the experimental phase, great. Stay in that phase as long as you want. But if you really want to make this a business and you really want to start making money as a musician and as a producer and a, a music maker, even if you're just making beats, you have to be focused. One thing beat makers have learned is that they just make beats and they make great ones. You can count on them. You start to like a beat maker and you don't want to go anywhere else. You just keep buying their beats. So like they've learned to make money in that business because they're focused. They're only releasing the things that people want the most from them. And every single customer that buys and is happy comes back. Musicians don't think that way. Unfortunately, they don't. Unfortunately, they're not thinking about the inventory that they have and how they can make money from it. Now, let me give you a little hypothetical. If you were surfing the internet and you were looking for a specific kind of music, so say you loved Celtic metal, or say you loved jazz, or say you loved R&B that um, was a specific R&B, right? Like not a hip hop kind of version R&B. Maybe it was more of a soulful R&B, or maybe it was a, an African hip hop, you know? Or maybe it was an African beat R&B with soul. I mean, like there's so many different things, right? Maybe you are a amazing singer and you have these vocal riffs that are sensational. Or maybe you are a top-notch guitarist and all you ever do is just come up with like amazing guitar riffs you know like you can play just jam sessions on your guitar and people are mesmerized right same thing with vocalists same thing with drummers same thing with every single aspect of music if you know what it is that you do really really well and you find a way to do it consistently and build content around it people will subscribe to it and the reason why they will subscribe to it is because they can't find that specific thing everywhere. And what makes you unique is you doing it. So now you become a brand that produces one thing. You see what I mean? Now, just like any other business, when you're producing a product consistently, you will find people to buy that product. And if you're focused on that, then those people that you find to buy your product will buy from you over and over and over again. And that's the huge beauty about this whole thing is that when you start making money and you really get focused and you decide what you're great at, you will garner fans 24-7 once you figure out or use my strategies to bring them in. It's called attraction marketing based on the music that you make. People will not only come to it and be drawn to it if you post right, if you follow my method, but you won't have to sell them. The stuff will sell itself. And what I have experienced in music and doing this for labels and doing this for management teams and even doing it for myself on occasion is when you have music to market and you keep it out there, you can find fresh people for the same piece of music, the same album, over and over and over again. People will keep, they will, listen to me, they will keep buying not only everything new that comes out, 
but they will buy the merchandise. They will buy t-shirts. They will buy gift sets. Christmas is coming up. Have you made Christmas music yet? Have you did a Christmas EP or even Christmas singles? Are you going to do any gift sets? Like I highly suggest, because this is one of the biggest purchases ever that is in music. Every Christmas, you should come out with a gift set that is around $100 and then one that is maybe $150 or $250 if you have that much music. And you want to include all of your music in it. You want to include maybe some merchandise. Whatever it is that you have that you do well that looks really, really great, put it in there and include it. And then put it on your website and offer it through your email list. Now, there's a specific way. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not lying to you. If you just do it, you're gonna to have to work through the kinks because not everybody is great at context, right? Not everybody is great at talking to the audience and not everybody is great at attracting the right people. So the variables in this that don't work, that I, the reason why I built the program is to make them work and show you what does work all the time for all the different kinds of artists is because one, maybe the quality isn't there, or the audience is not right. You're not attracting the right kind of audience. Perhaps people are confused about how to sign up. Perhaps you're not figuring out how to nurture those relationships. Maybe it's overwhelming to do them one at a time and you need to find out a way to nurture them all at once, which I have become a master of because I, I look, listen, listen, I work full-time, 15 hours a day at the radio station. Then I take care of my family. I do my own projects. I handle my own fan base. I post all my own pictures. I take my own pictures, okay? So I create all that content, all that writing, all that context. It's all for me. And on top of it, I built this program and I'm now handling artists and helping them make money. So if I can handle that, Yes, I give up a lot of things, but I enjoy doing it because I love it. So if this is something that you really love to do and you're committed to it and it's something you really want in your life and you want to make it a career, then you're going to give up some things, yes, and it is going to be a little bit of a long term because you're building a business and businesses aren't built overnight. You have to come up with the right context, the right marketing, and it's not really marketing, it's more content that I tell you. So I give you lists in the program, lists of content that you're going to choose from that will fit you so that you can post like that and you can really kind of use those templates to garner and attract the right audience for your music. I tell you how to figure out who's the right audience. I tell you how to find them. I tell you how to nurture them onto your email list very easily without, you don't have to beg, you don't have to ask people for anything, you don't have to like insist, you don't have to trick them into anything. Really, I am seriously making it this easy. You just have to do what I say and follow my directions. And then people will come to you. I promise people will come to you. And it will be outstanding because when you share your music, you're gonna start seeing engagement happen Things that are wonderful, like, where can I get more? And that's like such a great phrase. Where can I get more? Well, here's my email list. I'll deliver it on email tomorrow. Bam. More. There's more. Here's my website. Here's where you can get the full set. I mean, like, you are going to have people asking you for your music. It doesn't get any, like, more of a gem than that, right? It's just amazing. 
Thank you so much. <laughs> um, another variable that I think is fear. A lot of artists are so, so scared. And I don't know why you're so scared other than maybe you don't believe in yourself. If you do believe in yourself, then you understand the skill. So what I try to do is I try to identify and show you how to identify what is your unique path in life? What is your big skill that you do so well that you can keep nurturing and keep growing and from that, turn that into a business? I think it's really important because you've got to have somebody on your side that is going to give you that confidence if you don't have it, that true inner confidence like, okay, this has been done before. She knows that it's been done before. If she says it will work, it will work. And literally, that's probably the only push you really need in your life right now is somebody saying, this is going to work. You just have to do this. And if you believe in the process, you will get there. And I, I, I seriously think that that is one of the best things that I ever had in my life in accomplishing all the successes that I've had is I had that mentality, that outlook, and that support system that people believed in me. They didn't always believe in every single thing, right? A lot of times it took a lot of credibility, a lot of like, first we try and then we trust. And people do that still to this day. First we try and then we trust. But I can assure you that my feedback pages are enormous. Just go to avaliveradio.info forward slash feedback and you will be like, whoa, she really does know her stuff. Every single interview, you just listen to an interview and all the artists say the same thing. Thank you so much. You have helped me more than anyone in my whole entire life in music. And that is my gift. That is something I've done really, really, really well. You know what I mean? Okay, so let's just talk about goals. Before I go, unless you have questions, if you have questions right now, leave them in the comments and I will answer them for you. Or if you're catching this on the replay, leave it in the comments and I'll include your question in the next video when we do another live stream. So let's talk about goals, okay? What can happen and what I've seen happen? One, I've seen artists raise $100,000 in a year for their album when they set a goal of like $40,000. I have seen artists set goals of $10,000 and raise $40,000. I have seen people sell merchandise for $100,000 a year or more. And typically it's more because if you're shooting for $100,000, you're usually going to go over that mark, especially if you offer something that's $100 or $250 in addition to the smaller stuff. So say you're going to put up some t-shirts that go with your album. So you're going to put up some caps and you're going to have a nice variety, a nice selection. Now, some of the folks that are listening to me right now, they, I bet, have purchased. And I know some of you guys have purchased because you've told me about it and you've showed me. You've purchased gift sets from your favorite artists and you paid probably anywhere from 100 to 250 on those gift sets from somebody and it included music and merchandise and it was like a limited edition type of thing and you were like couldn't wait to get it and you were so excited to get it and when you got it you took pictures and you shared it on social media been there done that I've totally done it right like I I love stuff like that so like that is the proof in the pudding they bought from artists and you buy from people so why shouldn't you create something that is amazing to sell to the people who love you the most. 
Now, I think the fear kind of goes in because maybe artists don't think that people really like them that much because their fan base is small. But if you can just sell $100 worth of product to 1,000 people a year, you've got a $100,000 brand that you just built. And then those same people will still be on your list for the next time you release something amazing. Even if you release a t-shirt as a follow-up. Do you know what I mean? Something great. If you release a, a limited edition hat, maybe you're going to take orders on a new album, you know, and that just doubles your income right there. So like, and then maybe you release an album a month or maybe you release an album a year. Maybe you release several albums a year. Say a thousand people are spending all this money. Say they just get on board with a hundred dollars in a purchase over Christmas, which is like likely to happen if you have a targeted niche audience. And this is why it's really important to be niched. This is why it's really important to know yourself. Because if you know yourself and you know who you are and you know what you produce and you know what you're really good at, then you get to feel confident about showing that, delivering it to an audience and keeping that audience filled with that wonderful thing that they love the most from you. You're not gonna fear, you're just gonna do it. You know, like the professionals, they just do it, right? Because they know you want it, they know you need it, and they know you want it from them. So, bam, you got it. Now, people typically, you don't need to beg them, you don't need to ask them, you just need to present. So like the best thing to do is once I tell you how to attract the right fans to your business and develop the infrastructure for your business, because that's really, really important, they have a great infrastructure that will work all of this to perfection, like a well-oiled machine. Fans coming in, content going out, more fans coming in, content going out, autoresponders. Got to write them good. You have to write them really, really good because they have to serve the purpose of bringing somebody through your journey. They have to nurture the relationship when you can't be there. And the better they are at doing that, the better you are going to lead that fan into mega fanship. Now, let's just think about the possibilities here. First, let's go over the money, because I said 1,000 fans, $100 per year, could be 2,000 fans, and they spend $50 a year, still making $100,000, and then you've got piles, different things coming out over the year. Bam, 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 right? Doesn't take much to make money, think about this. Now let's stop, now let's talk about where we're going to get the fans. You're gonna get them right on social media and you don't even have to spend money to get them. And that's the beauty of this. How would you like to have a never ending 24 seven stream of revenue on music you already made? That means that you put out the right content based on my content templates that I'm gonna give you, right? And then you take that content and you leverage it across all the social media pages right? You spend a few hours a day creating content, answering messages, guiding people if they need, if they have questions, right? Just dealing with your audience and your fans. Maybe you live stream and cover it all, you know, like I do. I live stream a lot. Or maybe you're not into live streaming. You could do a video message, whatever it is. But you're working on creating. Now, the more time you put into this, the more money you'll make. Think about that. The more time you put into this, the more money you make. 
The reason why is because content is king. So if you're gonna create a lot of content based on the templates that I give you, the ways to shape them up, the ways to take better pictures, how to create content that people actually wanna see and what they like, and then how to attract the fans to that content for free on the internet. If you're gonna do that plan, then you're gonna have a well-oiled 24-7 moneymaker for yourself. Now, you don't, do you have to have a website? No, you do not have to have a website because I'm gonna show you, and in some cases, I'm actually building them for you. I'm gonna show you how to establish it with just a landing page. So, and an email list, basically. So you don't need a website at first. I highly suggest that you get a website because I think that ultimately, if you wanna do this as a career and you really wanna be taken care, like seriously, you need a website and they're so easy to do. You can do them on Banzoogle, which is what I recommend because there's a lot of different things you can sell through Banzoogle and they don't take a lot of the money. So, or Squarespace is good too, but like I think Banzoogle, uh, that's where I would do it. That's actually where I built my new JacquelineJacks.com site. Oh, go look at JacquelineJacks.com. That's a great example. You can sign up for my email list, but I have to tell you that if you sign up and you don't open the emails, you'll get dropped from the list. And I, I go over sifting a lot in this program because sifting is so important. You just want the people close to you who are there for you, who are there because they have such a deep love of the music and the art that you're making that you are filling their need and so therefore they're helping you stay in business. Those are the people that you really want on your mailing list. Everyone else is a contender. <laughs> you know, they're a contender, they're a possibility. They're hopefully there for the right reasons and if they're not, they will drop off and you will get rid of them. And then if they are there for the right reasons, then perhaps even if they're not someone who can spend anywhere from $5 to $100 a year, which is hard for me to believe that if they really love you, they can't spend $5, but maybe you don't have anything for $5, so that's okay. Maybe they're gonna stream your music. Maybe their purpose is going to be, they're gonna get the emails and they are going to take all of your content and they are just gonna talk about it out there, right? Maybe they're going to share it like crazy and they're going to take your Spotify link and tell their friends where they can subscribe to you and why they like you so much. And maybe you're going to send them gifts because that's what they do, you know? So like there are other forms of fans that you'll run into, but at the end of the day, you don't wanna be begging people to get on your list. You want people asking you how to get on your list. And when you put the list up, and when you put the content up and the information and you wear the merchandise and you show them what's what's available, you just want them going to it and buying it. But that happens when you are focused on your music and your skill to attract the right audience. Because if you are all over the place and still in the music experimental phase, you're not going to attract the right audience. Best. Uh, scenario that I ever had in this was when I interviewed a, a lovely lady from American Idol. She had been molded and shaped into what the American Idol producers thought they needed on the show and thought that she would do well in based on her look at that time. The music didn't really speak to her. She was ended up gathering a fan base for the country music that they were having her sing when really she wanted to sing something else. So what happened is she got off the show, she had this really amazing fan base, 
but no music to follow up with and no real brand because it didn't speak to her. She didn't want to make that kind of music. So because she jumped around so much, she ended up gathering all these fans that wouldn't do anything for her with the new music. They didn't really believe in the new music she was making, even though it was still her, because they didn't get it. It wasn't for them. So this is why you have to stay really focused. And that's probably the last point I'm gonna to make today because there's so much more to doing this, but developing your brand, being really, really good at one thing and presenting that to the audience in different ways, right? Like you don't have to be so strict that you don't step outside and mold and shape and play. But at the end of the day, you don't wanna do anything so dramatically different. You want to create in the same vein, but as you, unique, as you, you know what I mean? You do you, you stay with what brought you to the, the dance. You know, you keep nurturing that female, that wonderful, wonderful person who loves you back and that's your music. But you do have to find what's truly you first and what you're happy making. So keep experimenting until you find it and get on the email list so that you'll get some amazing marketing tips from me. I'll tell you when I'm gonna live stream so you can pick up some tips here. And if you decide to get into the program and you're ready to take what you've done and take it that step further and really make money doing this and just set up this amazing revenue stream where it's 24 seven making money for you and supporting your efforts as a musician, you can kick the habit of that other job and you can start making music full time. And this is gonna be like so amazing. And I can tell you, it's the best feeling in the world when you are finding the right and attracting the right fans because the wrong fans obviously are not going to do anything for you. Yeah, especially with the algorithms today. They're just taking up space and the worst thing that you could do is show your content to 5% or less than 10% or less than 1% of people who do not follow you and don't really want to know about it. So that's why it's really bad to have a, a page that is attracted to the wrong people because you're showing your content to people who really don't want to see it. <sighs> well, this is fun. All right, guys, leave your questions below. Love to see you. And I'm having so much fun with you guys in the Mega Fan Base Builder program. It's been so amazing. It is not released. It's just in beta right now. So there's only like a handful of my favorite artists in it. And I've sent out a few invitations so that people can just get started and we can work together and it's a little more personal. But I am going to release it soon to the public and then it is going to be like an all out fest of people making money in this industry. And I'm so happy that I'm able to do it. Really, really pleased. It's gonna be fun. Thanks so much for watching, guys, and I hope you will head on over to our Instagram or Facebook page for Music Marketing Insider so that you can find out more about the program and get some amazing free tips from me. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Thanks for joining. <laughs>